We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. This is the best of investing on AM 1220 KDOW, the show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial markets, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Mark Honf and Nam Fon of Pacific Private Money. Russell Jackman will join us uh, in a bit here. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. Use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. The certificate's not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. Today's trivia theme is old TV intros. And today is a special day because we are here at the Dave Casper Celebrity Charity Golf Tournament, as we did a year ago, and uh, it's here. This time, it's going to be at the Alamo uh, Round Hill Country Club. Round Hill Country Club. Is this a beautiful uh, venue or what? It is amazing. Of course, we're recording this in advance. It's uh, 8 a.m. in the morning, but I'm already sweating. Um, (laughs) It's beautiful out, uh, totally clear, Um, and, you know, it it reminds me kind of of what the economy is doing right now. You know, here we are in the summer, the gorgeous weather, and uh, I I guess uh, those that invest in the stock market uh, are also feeling pretty good uh, these days. Uh, The stock market's hitting all time highs, uh, real estate, notwithstanding all of those uh, naysayers out there that keep talking about how real estate prices are trending, are, are going down, they're actually holding out you know, pretty steady uh, in the Bay Area. The open houses uh, on the weekends have been very popular, and that's anecdotal you know, evidence from uh, uh, realtors that we know. It's just, uh, you know... How can you not like the month of July? Exactly. (laughs) Even though this this show will air uh, late August, but that's okay. Okay. So, um, Mark, you know, the thing is, uh, we're going to be, we're here right now, it's about 9 a.m., and there's going to be a lot of sports celebrities, uh, Tom Flores and Dave Casper, uh, Vita Blue, a whole bunch of guys. They're going to be here pretty soon. So before they do, let's go ahead and get right into Pacific Private Money, what you guys do for a living, because there's a question that comes up, which is, what is the shortest term loan that you'll do? Pacific Private Money has been the sponsor of the Best of Investing radio show since its inception back in uh, 2010, so we're celebrating wow, nine our nine-year anniversary, and we've been on every week, fail none, and with a, a new show uh, to share with you our thoughts and insights. And Pacific Private Money is an alternative real estate lender. It's an alternative real estate finance provider. When we say alternative, we're, we mean we're alternative to banks and other conventional financing. We're the guys that used to be called hard money, and some people still use that term. Uh, then it was private money, and then it was, uh, there's all kinds 
kinds of names for it now. It's uh, alternative uh, in, uh, alternative loans, uh, marketplace lending, peer-to-peer. There's all kinds of new lending programs out there, and, and many of those new lending programs are thanks to the uh, JOBS Act that was passed in 2013 that legalized the ability to raise capital from uh, private individuals. When I say legalize, what they did is it... it, it we. Companies like Pacific have been in business for a long time, and we've been using private capital to fund our real estate loans. But we couldn't advertise it. There were limited; uh, we were limited in the way we could advertise the product. And uh, the Jobs Act in 2013, not to get too deep in the weeds, legalized the ability to advertise this option. And now more and more people are coming to realize that hey, I can get seven to eight uh, percent, sometimes more, <clears throat> excuse me, yield on my savings by participating in what we call mortgage investing which is uh, investing in mortgage pool funds and trust deeds. So that, in a nutshell, is Pacific Private Money. And our borrowers are people that uh, need capital yesterday uh, or can't get bank financing for a number of reasons that, we've been, that we always talk about every week on, on The Best of Investing. All right. So uh, give us, uh, if, you, if you could, a deal of the week, the type of loan that you actually have, uh, have done recently. Um, I'm going to share with you just... Actually, even better, you know, if you're a realtor or mortgage professional out there or a homeowner who's sitting in your home right now and, you know... us, you know, we're all baby boomers here, uh, aging baby boomers, and a lot of us, uh, after our kids move out, uh, we want to downsize. Uh, we've got all this equity in our home, um, but we may not have enough money for a down payment for the next house, or uh, we can't get bank financing to buy the next house uh, while we're still living in our existing home because the bank tells us you don't make enough income to qualify for two mortgages at the same time. That, that's something that's all new since uh, Dodd-Frank was passed about six years ago. And so, Companies like us at Pacific Private Money, we can make you a transitional bridge loan that will allow you uh, to buy your next home without moving out of your current home. It's called uh, a bridge loan, a transitional bridge loan, and it allows you to tap the equity in your existing home so we can provide you with a loan up to 120, 100% financing or more so you could buy your home that you want to move into now. Let's say you're downsizing. You could buy that next home now, um, crossed on your existing property, and then you can s- stage, remodel model, do whatever you want to your existing home, which will allow you to even make more money, and those profits can help pay for the cost of our transitional bridge Well, loan. interestingly enough, I, I was at church yesterday and met somebody who was, I was telling her what I did for a living. She says, well, gosh, you know, maybe I could use a company like yours because I wa- California's getting so expensive. I've got enough equity in my home. Yep. I want to move to... Uh, Arizona. Right, another state. We've done a lot of transactions where we've helped people move to other states by providing them 100% financing on the property they want to purchase, even if it's out of state. Well, here's the interesting thing. It's summertime right now, so the prices in Arizona are really cheap. Ah. And and she hasn't sold her property yet. If she sells her property, who knows if it'll take three months, six months, whatever, Mm -hmm. uh, because she wants to get the highest price. Ah, that's a good point. Right, and she doesn't want to wait until, let's say, January when prices are going to start going way up. Our last uh, out-of-state scenario scenario like that was Arizona. The previous one was uh, Georgia. So yeah. we're seeing more and more of those. So even though you're not lending in those states, the fact is people have enough equity in their current home in California that you'll lend on it. Yep. So it doesn't Lending. matter what they, where they go. Yep. Right. Yeah. So if you're a realtor and you have clients that are in this predicament, and I know you do. In fact, a lot of really savvy real estate agents use us to get more listings because now you can help your client buy their next home and then you can help them remodel, stage, and then sell the 
their existing home once they've moved out. They don't have to move twice. They can move right from their current home to their target home without having to rent or store their furniture, which is expensive. And how do people and get a hold of you if they have that scenario? PacificPrivateMoney.com. That's our website, PacificPrivateMoney.com. We're in the Bay Area at 415-883-2150. That's 415-883-2150. All right. We're going to go to our first commercial break. Trivia question is old TV intro. So you have to be around for the, uh, I think this was a late 60s. You have to be 60s, old like us. Old like us. <laughs> late 60s, early 70s for this one. A man is running down a dark alleyway. He stops and is joined by another man and then a woman. All three are then seeing, uh, seen running towards the viewer. Hmm. Which show is this from? That's kind of a hard one. I think I know it. You really? I, I, I have a guess, yeah. though. Okay. All right. Uh, call 888-912-1190. The first three callers with the correct answer are going to win that tanning certificate. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The Best of Investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the best of investing. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff and Russell Jackman. Our first trivia question was, a man is running down a dark alleyway. He stops and is joined by another man and then a woman. All three are seen running towards the viewer. Which show was this from? Mod Squad. The Mod Squad. That's right. That's before your time. So we have. A, no, I know the Mod Squad. You remember that? Yeah, I thought you're too, you're too old. In color. You're, no. you're too young for that. No, I'm in not. living no. color, right? <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. So we are broadcasting here from the uh, Dave Casper Charity Golf Tournament in beautiful Alamo, California. Right, the Round Hill uh, Country Club. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. A little, little, little windy here. We did our sports show. We're doing our business show. And um, we have now a special guest, uh, Bunny Weiss from West Wave Capital, who's a venture capitalist. What are you doing here at the tournament? Well, I've known uh, Dave Casper for about 35 years. Oh, I wow. met him okay. first when I took his son Andy home from uh, hospital up in Minnesota because there was a snowstorm and uh, he couldn't get back to Susan, and so we went and picked him up and brought him home, and now he's a married man. And he was forever grateful, and you've been friends, huh? Yes, for a long time. Oh, we very, we very do a lot of fishing sweet. together and talk a lot, and he's a good person. Okay. So venture capital, when people hear that term, it's funny, you know, you know, hedge funds, private equity, venture capital, people throw those terms around a lot, and, and most people just think, ah, it's rich people's playground. What yeah. what, what is a venture capital? Yeah, the segment that I run in is very early stage capital. Okay. So this is company formation stage, mm-hmm. where you're working with founders to give them enough money to actually build their first product and get their first customers. This doesn't deal with the buyout realm where you see billions of dollars invested in private equity buys firms. So this is really how Google and Apple and those original companies were formed with venture capital early stage. So is it also referred to as angel capital? No, angel would be before. So in the segment of investing, there's areas they call pre-seed. That's where angels and smaller venture firms. And then seed is a little bit larger venture firms. And then series A is the traditional Silicon Valley firms. What are the areas that your company is concentrating in? Uh, We focus on uh, SaaS applications. These are uh, software as a service Software as a service. Cloud infrastructure. These would be things that compete against Amazon. 
Amazon or Google's cloud security. There's a lot of problems, as you know, in the cyber security yes, arena. Yeah. And then analytics. Analytics would be end-user driven reports and ways that they interrogate complex data to run their businesses. Are you are you funding any uh, blockchain-based technologies? Yes, we fund the uh, largest and fastest-growing company called CypherTrace, hmm. which does anti-money laundering for the blockchain because there's no compliance for blockchain. The government's very worried about where digital currency is coming and going to. We do a thing called Know Your Customer where we can decrypt certain parts oh, of the right. blockchain and we can actually catch bad guys moving around either terrorism or drugs. Because it's still it's in its infancy yes. with blockchain and, and everyone, whenever they hear blockchain, the first thing they think of is Bitcoin, yeah, which yeah. is not. No, no, totally blockchain different. is totally separate totally from... Different. Yeah, you know, blockchain's been around 10 years. It's not a new technology. Oh, okay. It's not clear that will be a real technology of choice for people to run businesses on, but for financial services arena, it has a highly secure... Okay, way. and for the audience who may not be that familiar, they've heard blockchain, but they don't really understand it. Can you? What, what would your 30-second elevator pitch yeah, on blockchain? Yeah, if we were what trading currencies between each other, we couldn't see who was on either end of the transaction because it would be uh, encrypted. Hmm. So, therefore, people say that you cannot get into the blockchain because it's highly secure. It's a highly distributed way to move assets around in terms of digital currency, but it's a very secure way to do it. So, the problem is it's almost too secure because you can't really tell who's in the middle of a transaction, which really concerns the government. So as sponsors of the show, our company, Pacific Private Money, we're an alternative finance provider, and we lend private individual capital, which yeah. is where we source our capital, to borrowers for short-term real estate sure. loans. So know your client, which you were talking about yeah. a minute, that's a, that's a really big deal. Yeah. So uh, anti-money laundering, AML, is also something we have to worry about, know your client. You know, we've been victims of fraud, and yeah. that's a really big thing, because fraud is getting so incredibly, not only complicated, but sophisticated. Yeah. Well, the bad guys yeah. don't have any rules, so... <laughs> yeah. they, you know, wait, 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 and, there's no honor among thieves? Well, you, you, you do things like GDPR, and you hear all these regulations. Well, yeah. the bad guys guys have years to study these things, yeah. whether it's HIPAA for healthcare, and they know how to get around these systems, and they're smart people, and so it's very hard to stay against the bad guys. And that's what I always thought. It's like, these guys are so smart, why can't they use their their thoughts for, for good? They can still make a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but you can make a lot more money, unfortunately, as a bad guy. Yeah. Thieves, don't, are, don't thieves, thieves are thieves because they want to go through the path of least resistance. Yeah. You know, if they wanted to, to do hard work, they, they'd have real jobs. But Well, there's also state-sponsored terror which That's is, true, too. You know, uh, you know several countries, which that. we won't name, yeah. train people how to do this because they want to disrupt the economy. Well, it's the election. Well, that I understand. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a, they, but they're after your money. Yeah. They know how to get your money. How so do you how do you feel that the uh, upcoming uh, Privacy Act in California is going to affect? Uh, it's going to really hurt business because it's not clear to me it creates more privacy for the consumer itself. But each state, if they wind up having the regulation, there's a federal regulation. It's just more compliance issues you have to follow. It's not clear that actually makes the more secure for the end consumer. Well, so, I'm, so, so I assume you invest other people's capital as well. Yeah. Are you concerned about where we are in the cycle right now, yeah. or do you feel like the, the you know company startups that there's always an opportunity regardless of where we are in the cycle? Well, we've been in a 12-year bull market. I think we've all been around long enough. If I look around the table, yeah. that can't <laughs> continue. But in the startup world, that's not really relevant. All the big money that you see in fundraising is not relevant to the startup world because it takes a small amount of capital, and there's plenty of people willing to take a risk around innovation. And those valuations of those companies, when you start them up, don't, don't change much. So how do you source your capital? Is it family office? Is it uh, companies Most of the capital comes from people that I've done business with, more founders, CEOs. Mm. Uh, those are kind of my limited partners and uh, some technology companies in the Bay Area. And would you say people of 
that net worth, generally speaking, are not as concerned maybe as the retail investor no, would not. be they're over willing, the, the they cycle? They look at the capital that they give yeah. me, and they don't want me to lose it, but they look at it as an alpha-style <laughs> yeah. investing. And right, right. They want a part of their portfolio to get alpha because with today's interest rates and other things that are going on, it's really hard to make money on your money. Yeah. Does it surprise you that the Fed is talking about uh, lowering rates uh, as hot as the economy kind of <laughs> seems to be in some ways? Yeah, I don't know. It seems ironic that they would talk about lowering interest rates again, but they want to continue to stimulate the economy. You're in election year, so even though the federal's regulated by different bodies, the Federal Reserve, the pressure comes from the President of the United States, who wants to keep the economy growing. And yeah. by the way, the United States can't afford to pay their own debt. We're, you know, trillions and trillions of debt. We raise interest rate. It's very hard for us to repay our debt. Uh, we ha- uh, Most of our listeners are, are more retail investors, and so we promote a lot of alternative investments, such as investing in real estate debt and others. Are there any favorite uh, alternatives that uh, you have for people who uh, ask you where uh, well, you might want to invest you know, I'm a little old school. I believe in the Warren Buffett School of Investing. Yeah, I think yeah. you buy in companies you know that produce goods and services that will be around the next 20 years, and you do long-term investing. If you see how the stock market works, private equity and hedge funds can move it at Twitch on trading. I don't think it's a level playing field for a and yeah. consumer retail person to invest. If Agreed. you go on the stock market, yeah. you see the massive horsepower in computers. That's, it's that, pretty that's, that's why I got out of the yeah. stock market in 1979. Yeah, so <laughs> you're a smart that. man. See? Yeah, you're <laughs> smart. All right. Well, uh, Bunny Weiss from West Wave Capital, Venture Capitals, thanks for joining us here on the Best of Investing. Uh, okay. Did you go out and golf? I am. I'm, I'm golfing. You know, they you? call it golf when they I call, yeah. <laughs> But I'm drinking, my, I'm drinking a good beer. It's a so good I'm, cause, and you're having fun. Yeah, cause, hey, they don't they don't call me Duffer for nothing. There you go. Okay. Great day, guys. All right. Okay. Thanks, Thanks. Okay, okay Thanks guys. We're going to cut to another commercial break. Here's our second trivia question. Uh, this show, and they were talking about old TV intros. This show opens up with a world map. The title of the show appears in front of the map, one word at a time. The scene cuts to the show with the uh, to, cuts to show the actors. Which show is about to come on? You know this one? Maybe. All right. Uh, Call 888-912-1190 if you're one of the first three callers with the correct... Actually, the first three callers with the correct answer are going to win the tanning certificate. Uh, Again, this show opens up with a world map. The title of the show appears on the front of the map. One word at a time. The scene cuts to show the actors which show is about to come on. And stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Hoff and Russell Jackman. Our second trivia question on old TV TV intros. The show opens up with a world map. The title of the show appears in front of the map, one word at a time. The scene cuts to show the actors which show is about to come on. Anyone know that? Is that the man from Uncle? Yes, very good. The man who yelled Uncle. <laughs> yeah, it, with uh, Robert Vaughn and Ilya Kuryakin. I remember that. Ilya, okay, yeah. so now in the, I'll call it the studio. We're here at the Dave Casper uh, Invitation. Out on the green, under a tent. 
clear blue skies, nice breeze coming through. What a great place to do a radio show. In the middle of Danville, uh, Alamo, actually. That's right. And our, Downhill Country Club. Well, our special guest right now is Dwayne Shaw from First Federal Financial Services, who uh, owns his company, who handles merchant services, basically credit card processing, right? I love that name, First Federal I know. Financial How'd you get Services. that one? Uh, that's been in existence since 2004. Wow. That's okay. in, my, uh, in fact... My father came up with that name, Mr. Harold Shaw himself. The well, because I know there's like first federal savings and the first federal, but that's pretty good right. to be able to get that one. So I know a little bit about this, um, and someone once told me there were like 500 different combinations because someone trying to figure out how much am I paying for merchant services? I mean, American Express is one thing. Uh, uh, frequent flyer type cards or another company right. credit cards. Right. Um, is that something... Somewhat well, accurate. <laughs> well, that's not nothing that you're paying as a cardholder. That's that's correct. What merchants are paying. Yeah, exactly. So you, that's how you get all the benefits. Okay, <laughs> and then I, I know, like trying to read my my account, your merchant statement. Yeah, the merchant statement. Yeah, okay. sometimes it gets really difficult because there's extra charges or there's a, a fee to produce a statement or you know, it's like I just want to know. What is the net net amount that I'm paying as a merchant when I accept a Visa card? Well, it all depends. Okay. And the reason why it depends is on is because every time a consumer go to a merchant establishment, the issuing bank gives you and I like the, the actual card, and they have all different rates. They're all over the place. There's exactly. rewards yeah. cards. There's yeah. rewards too. There, there are corporate cards. Then there's check cards, and there's regular qualified cards. So guess what? All those cards has mm-hmm. have a, a different rate that the yeah. merchant pays. And debit cards are the cheapest, aren't they? And debit cards are the okay. cheapest. Okay. See, I know. It's like I said, I know just <laughs> enough to make me dangerous. Now, Dave, if it's like, let's just say for Dwayne, argument's Dwayne. sake, it's, uh, I'm sorry, Dwayne, it's, uh, it's 3%. Um, does that get carved up among different companies? You get a little and the credit card company gets a little and no. No, no, no. No. Doesn't work that way. No, it isn't. How does it work? I'm, well, as the processor, uh, I'm with, the, I work with the banks. So it. it's me and the bank because okay. Visa MasterCard is the one who creates the, the actual rates. So what I, what I do as an ISO agent, I'm like a bank. Okay. I, I support the bank on that side. So that's how I get, if you want to say So that. how would so it get, get carved up? Yeah, I mean, like do you get a strip to get basis points uh, exactly. per transaction? Yeah. Okay. Every, well, that's how everything works. Everything is work is. is is based on basis points. Yeah. And a basis point for the listening audience, 100 basis points equals 1%. Percent, yeah. yeah. It's like taking a penny and you divide that into 100. Yeah, so exactly. That's, yeah. What that, that's what exact, exactly what that means. Yeah. And yeah. so from the uh, merchant, mm-hmm. they don't like to see those those uh, frequent flyer cards because that, that costs them the most, doesn't it? Well, Or which yes, are the most expensive ones, American Express? For the most part, yes. Okay. American Express and all uh, corporate cards. Okay. Oh, corporate cards. Yeah. yeah. So, in other words, if you had a, a business with your name on that card. And why, and why would that be more expensive? Well, because it's corporate. And that's, but, that's the way Visa and MasterCard, when they, when they produce those cards for a corporate card, that's how they compete with American Express. Dwayne, um, I, I had a question. How, how do you feel like some of the other businesses like Square and Apple Pay are affecting uh, what you're doing right well, now? I love it. It's competition. and um, That's one of the few times you hear someone say, yeah, I love it. It's, it's competition. <laughs> and competition is great. So when I walk into a merchant, 
account that has Square, I have something that I can offer them that's better. And what do you offer that's better than Square? Uh, the rate. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Square is pretty expensive, isn't it? Yes, it you pay for the convenience. Yeah, two point seven five. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, expensive. That's right. And and some of it is based on volume and the actual dollar amount, right? Um, with Square, it's a straight. No, that there there's a straight, but, straight. but um, you know regular. Well, Visa in, in the banking business, how I work is that's that's one of the first questions we ask, and when we work, write up a merchant, we don't know we want to know what's the estimated monthly volume yeah. they'll do. And how many transactions exactly. they can do in a month, so that we can figure out what the profitability is for us. Now, here, here's a question that it kind of frustrates me sometimes as, as a consumer. I'll go to pay with Visa card, and they'll say, oh, oh, if you're going to pay with Visa, now we got to charge you 3% on top of it. Is that even allowed? Uh, well, if they didn't yes, you ahead the, of merchant, the merchant, they, they have to have it in writing first. In other words, if you go into an account, they, they must post that so that you know you're going to be charged a what they call a processing fee. Okay. Now at one time, uh, what that was illegal. Yeah, that's what I thought. You know, and but now uh, there are some ways that you can market it where you can surcharge a card. Because otherwise, uh, the piece you know they just would rather use a debit card or just pay write a check. That doesn't help you. <laughs> it doesn't help the consumer as they're trying to well, get frequent flyer miles. I do check guarantee too. So once again, in the merchant services, I have I can provide that service as well. All right. So are there different services? So the credit card services, check cashing services. What other is there anything else that is included in some of the stuff you offer well, merchants? Well, and ATMs. ATM, that's right. Yeah, ATM that's right. cash machines. Ah. So I do that as well. Oh well, that's how ATM. much you how much you make off of ATMs? I mean, it's it's good. Really? I mean, isn't it like a dollar he wants to for your financial statement? <laughs> <laughs> Show me your tax return, just like the president. Show me your tax return. No, I mean, is it a situation where you get like a dollar per transaction or that? Sort well, of let thing, me or? let me just say this: every time you go to an ATM machine, they when I say they. The actual ATM service will charge you between two and three dollars per transaction. Really? Now, what about the kind that don't charge at all? Well, that's when you go to your bank. Yeah. Okay. You're talking about when you go to your, someone other than your bank. You're right. Gotcha. I've been led I, to believe that that having an ATM service like you're talking about is actually fairly profitable and is worthwhile uh, having. Yeah, I have some merchants that, that does quite well with that. Yeah. 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 Well, that's really good. See all the diamond like, rings like, on his like, finger. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> gas stations. And, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah anything gas where where their, the foot traffic is very high. Well, that's it's like gas stations. I heard that they try to pretty much just get the consumer there at basically at cost because they make all their money in the mini mart. Mm-hmm. That, that's mm-hmm. the whole objective there. Yeah. Well, How are we doing on time? Yeah, uh, Dwayne, Shaw, thank you very much. Hey, well, teaching you. us about uh, merchant yeah, services. For by. Yeah. And how do people get a hold of you if they want to go to First Federal Financial Services? Yeah. You're in the East Bay? Or? Yeah, I'm in the East Bay, El Cerrito. Okay. In Oakland. So, uh, so Google First Good. Federal Financial First, Services? Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks again for joining Thank us on. Thanks for stopping investing. by. Thank you. All right. So we're going to go to our third trivia question, commercial break. This was an easy one. And you got the other two, which I was very impressed with. Yeah. A man walks through five sets of security doors and yeah. enters a telephone booth. Uh, he dials a number uh, and is promptly da, dropped da, through da, the door. Da, 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 da. Don't, you're giving it away. All right. Didn't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Call don't quit. sing the song. <laughs> I told you once. I told you a million times. Don't sing the song. No. Okay. Uh, call 888-912-1190. Be the first caller. Or three, first, excuse me, first three callers with the correct answer. You're going to win the tanning certificate. All right, stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be right back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly 
at 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. The best of investing will continue in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. Now, back to the best of investing with your host, Edward Brown, on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. One more time, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Mark Honf and Russell Jackman. And yes, in the back, you're hearing Leonard Skinner, Sweet Home Alabama. Why? Because we are here at the uh, Dave Casper Celebrity, Celebrity Golf Tournament. Yeah. And Someone shouted, play some Skinner, man. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, they've been playing a little Steve they Miller by band. barbecue and truck behind us and uh, where they're hosting food for uh, for the participants and the players in the golf tournament. And it smells great. It sounds great. The weather's awesome. A little windy, which is good because it was really hot. Yeah, a little windy. So if you hear a little breeze going through the microphones, uh, please excuse us. It's not our, all our hot air yeah. escaping. No, no. We're not heavily breathing into the microphone. I, I play a little golf, but I uh, got a golf elbow. So a tennis elbow. <laughs> all right. Our uh, third trivia question was, a man walks through five sets of security doors and enters a telephone booth. He dials a number and is promptly dropped, dropped through the floor. Name the show. First, you have to sing it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> Would you believe? Yeah, Would you believe? I missed it by that Not, much. I missed it by that much. And uh, what was the other part? Oh, yeah. When the cartoon guy. Um, Come, come along, come along, Chumbly. Let's Get go see the Storpy. All right, what's the name of that uh, TV Get show? Get, Get smart. 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 Very good. And the movies, too. They, the movies. They, they of course, I had a crush on Agent 99. Oh, me too. Every, Barbara <laughs> Feldman, everybody did. Well, here's a, a tiny little extra piece of trivia. Um, in the Get Smart movie, there was a big um, muscular guy that wanted to beat up uh, Agent uh, uh, to beat up. Um, yeah, Agent <laughs> Yeah, and um, he, uh, that was Dilip Singh, and that's the guy that I worked with wrestling-wise for oh, many years. the great right? Kali. Yes. Yeah, he's he's in the movies. That's so. right. Claim yeah, to fame. Well, because yeah. he, he was in um, the other uh, uh, longest yard. Longest yard. That's right. He you got for it. The big guy. All right. Uh, so, Mark, tell us a little bit about your mortgage pool fund because right now you're paying still over seven and a half percent, aren't you? Yeah, we are. And so we've had a few guests on uh, today's show that we've uh, brought in from from the uh, Celebrity Golf Tournament. Um, it's at a little lull right now, so we're going to just. Uh, finish out uh, this segment uh, with the three of us, but I do want to talk a little bit about the Pacific Private Money Fund. So Pacific Private Money, we're an alternative real estate finance provider. We provide short-term loans uh, for real estate buyers and rehabbers and contractors, etc. We're the guys you go to for many different reasons uh, when you can't get bank financing, when you got to close by Friday, uh, you had bank financing lined up, but something glitched during the process. Another reason why people come to us is uh, um, maybe they uh, are buying a home, uh, but they don't bank qualify now, but they will within a year. And so we've got this popular transitional bridge program that a lot of realtors and mortgage brokers are availing themselves of to help their clients buy that home they want to move into now and then take our uh, no prepayment penalty, easy to qualify for a loan, and then pay us off whenever they want, as soon as they want or up to one year. So again, you know, just uh, a lot of different uh Creative, uh, transitional, short-term bridge financing for real estate purchases, refinances, and for rehabbing and construction. So that's kind of the backdrop of the product that we have. 
Now, all of those loans are funded through private capital. We don't have relationships. We're not a hedge fund or private equity or rich family offices. No, our, our investors are hundreds of Bay Area clients just like you, retail investors, we call them lovingly, and they can participate in mortgage investing in one of two ways. We have a fund that makes it very, very easy for people to invest and in, in participate in uh, mortgage investing, you know, earning yields in the mid 7% range. We also do individual deeds of trust, also called trustee investing. And those are where uh, people, and usually to do trustee investing, you need to be experienced. Uh, you've, you've had to do this uh, a few times before, and, and no one understand uh, how that you have to react quickly and make decisions quickly upon reviewing uh, our loan information to make a funding commitment. But uh, again, we work with both types of both types of investors, but just talking a little bit about our fund. The fund is um, a um, like it's known as a 506 Reg D. It's a very very common private placement used throughout America to raise private capital for uh, lending, like we do. It's also a vehicle used for buying real estate. There's a lot of private placement opportunities that you can invest in, but we believe that ours is one of the most conservative because we only lend. We're not out buying real estate. We're not funding business startups. We're not doing, you know, risky types of venture. Uh, we're just making real estate secured loans uh, with loan to value ratios typically at 70% or below today's market value. So uh, you know, it's just it's one of those uh, things that has been called many times, um, uh, you know, the best kept secret in investing. Uh, not so much of a secret anymore, though. Not so much of a secret anymore. Well, in 2013, which is when we launched the fund, they passed legislation that allowed uh, companies like ours to actually advertise. So we didn't talk about the fund on the radio, even though our radio show has been uh, on since 2010. We weren't able to talk about the fund until 2013 when we launched it. And we launched it because they did pass new legislation that allowed uh, our types of private placements to advertise to the public. Before then, you had to have a prior existing relationship with someone who had access to these types of investments. And it was just a lot more difficult to raise capital. And, and so in the last uh, six years since um, private placements have been legal to advertise, lots and lots and lots of investors have discovered uh, the alternative investment strategy of mortgage investing. And so, again, we think it's... Uh, in fact, a lot of people I know who are pretty smart and in the investment industry are, are remain surprised at... You mean you, you can get 75 sometimes 8%? On a loan uh, secured, you know, by seventy percent, sometimes less, loan to value. I mean, where's the rub? Where there, there must be a catch somewhere. It's, it's too good to be true, and we, we you know, we face that uh, that conversation many, many times. Well, it's not too good to be true. People you know are earning money with a portion of their savings or retirement accounts right now uh, through companies like ours uh, that. Uh, participate in the alternative financing space, which, by the way, is a growing percentage of loan origination nationwide. You'd be surprised at how many people have bucked the trend of going to banks and conventional mortgage brokers because it's so much easier and so much far less brain damage to get a loan from a company like ours. I mean, yes, to, yes, you uh, pay more, yeah. but if you have a short-term need and your exit is to sell the property or refinance conventionally when, as you have the time to get the best loan... It's just for buying real estate, there's really no better tool than uh, financing through I mean, a company t- like ours. Too good to be true would be earning 17% and you're at 20% loan to value. 
well, in, in a yes. fantastic area. That would be too good to be true. Or a goose that lays golden eggs, <laughs> literally. <laughs> well, we uh, may not be the goose that laid the golden egg, but I will tell you that we have over 200 investors in our fund. And I, I got to say, only a small handful in the six years we've been that our fund's been in existence, I would say only three or four people have redeemed uh, their entire account. And when they and everyone who has has apologized profusely, <laughs> which is like, wait a minute, it's your money. Yeah, you know, exactly. don't apologize. Yeah. So they've been, you know, our, our uh, clients are extremely happy. They get a monthly report uh, that I write. Uh, our distributions are monthly. And the interest rate, the trailing 12-month uh, returns that we're paying right now, about 7.5%. And again, uh, past, past performance is not a promise of future result. But for more information, go to our website. Always the best place to go, PacificPrivateMoney.com. Again, PacificPrivateMoney.com. And since uh, all of the uh, employees and uh, me uh, all invest, that's a pretty good sign. People put their money where their mouth is. All my idle capital is parked in the fund. So it's, uh, it's yeah, great. And you can always get it out. That's the thing. All right. Stay with us. You're listening to The Best of Investing. We're going to be back with some closing comments. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. That's bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on AM 1220 KDOW. You're listening to The Best of Investing on AM 1220 KDOW. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to the Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Russell Jackman and Mark Honf. Hey, I switched it up, huh? Yeah. Okay, we didn't have a trivia question, we but... Had, uh, I had an answer. Yeah, <laughs> you have an answer anyway, though. I like that. So, Russell, uh, you know, we've been here all day at the uh, Dave Casper uh, Celebrity Golf Tournament, uh, Round Hill, and uh, golf, a beautiful place here in Alamo. Yeah. And uh, we didn't get a chance to talk too much about uh, the kind of stuff you're doing. You got this thing called Linked Local Marin, huh? Yeah, I... I I, not only am I a computer consultant, but I run uh, Marin's largest online networking resource, which is Linked Local Marin. It's part of LinkedIn. You can look for it under groups. And um, we have lunch speaker series um, where we have a one-hour uh, session where we uh, have somebody give their uh, – either a panel or an individual uh, talks about business or life in Marin or things that are unique to, to life in Marin. And then uh, once a month uh, at different locations we have um, uh, evening networking events and both the lunch speaker series and the evening events are free uh, because you know I feel that there's there, there's a lot of chamber stuff and a lot of other events that go on but they're 20 bucks each and yep. and you know if you go to four or five networking events that's 100 bucks a lot of people don't always have that especially if they're tr- starting out or trying to you know yep. get back into the workforce well I've, I've been to a couple of your events and there's usually at least 100 people. Yeah, it started off small, and it was uh, started off by a guy named David Katayan, who uh, uh, was a um, uh, long-term care insurance uh, broker. And then he got cancer and died uh, five oh, years ago and, and left the group up to me. And uh, we've been able to grow it and do a lot of great things with it ever since. So Is it it's mostly been, business owners that attend this? Yeah, a lot, a lot of small businesses, a lot of entrepreneurs and solos. 
So not a lot of big businesses, but a lot of smaller folks. Well, and and people, you know, small businesses and people who are entrepreneurs starting a business, you need support in a support group like that and, and other people who may have tried. You know, sometimes if it's, you know, if business is too big uh, in, in a group, uh, it kind of loses flavor a little bit as, you, as you're trying to do kind of like one-on-one networking. Well, the informal nature of it, um, I think, does get people who are normally intimidated by more formalized things like the chamber or... Or like other B&I network, groups yeah, B&I or, groups. Yeah. They, it makes them a little bit too intimidated to commit to that. But when it's free, I mean, what, what have you got to lose? And uh, sometimes I've been able to do thousands of dollars worth of business based on just one person showing up and saying, hey, I need some computer help. So, you know, that's, that's always good. One of my favorite sayings is you're just one relationship away from an explosion in your business. Yeah. And I've found that in my business to be 100% true. I've built my business from zero to a multi-million dollar lending company, I, I would say mostly through networking. The, the, the yeah. willingness to put oneself out there and go to enough networking events, because you just never know if the person in the room that you end up talking to randomly, serendipitously, ends up being the person you do millions of dollars of business with. And I don't know why, but just the, the, the motto, don't stop believing, just sort of <laughs> seems to be <laughs> a motto a little for myself. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So, Russell, how do people get a hold of you or how, how, if they want to go to this networking group? Okay, you can go to uh, LinkedIn, look up groups. And looked up Linked Local Marin. Not LinkedIn Local Marin, but Linked Local Marin. And then you can look for me. I'm uh, Russell Jackman. You can look at me, look for me on Facebook. You can look for me on uh, uh, LinkedIn. And also, uh, my Facebook page is facebook.com slash calm pewter consult. That's C A L M P U T E R consult. I think we all need a calm computer consultant yeah, because no. usually when you need a computer consultant, you're anything but calm. Yeah. I know my you. wife is anything but calm whenever she has a <laughs> Oh, yeah. Issues. No, we're all the same on that. Uh, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for uh, joining me here again at yeah, the uh, Dave Casper Tournament. This is our Great. second time doing it. It was awesome. Yeah. Here's our thoughts for the day. Let your, fa- let your fear of failure be your motivation to succeed. And three out of two people have trouble with fractions, including me. All right. <laughs> Tune in next week to the best of investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown. We're wishing you the best of investing. So long. You've been listening to the best of investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190 or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDLW. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast.